Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. So for those of y'all who've been following me for a while, I... When I first started doing this show or doing the podcast, like I had a whole list and these are the things I want to talk about. And I had tons of notes and my notes have gotten to be really slim, right? Lately, right? (laughs) They're not what they used to be. I used to have like pages of bullet points and what I wanted to talk about. And now during heavy voting season, I do have that because I want to make sure I'm giving y'all good information. But now I, I do have kind of my plan, but what really comes up for me is, is it's that divine download. Something happens. I hear something, I read something, I encounter something, I experience something, and I'm like, that's what I need to talk about. And so I've been listening to this book by Jen Sincero, and I'm listening to it on my walk. And I had started doing these. First, I was calling them Saturday sermons, but now they're getting ready to be walk and wisdom talks. And when I do my walk, I just stop at the end, stretch a little bit, drink some water, and then have a little five-minute conversation with y'all on Instagram. So if you're not following me on Instagram, laurel.k.rutledge on Instagram, Saturday morning, somewhere between seven and 10, because it depends on what's going on at the park and all that kind of stuff. So I'm listening to this book and she's saying some really good stuff. It's really about money and money mindset and that kind of thing. But when you, when you are open, when you are ready, we hear the messages that we need to hear when we are ready to hear them. And so there's a lot of other stuff that she talks about. Like, I think I told you a couple of weeks ago, she talked about the desires of our heart. And if you break that word down from the father, right? De sire, from the sire, sire being father, right? That it's okay to desire things, to want things, to, to want money, to want abundance. It's not money that's evil. It's the things we do with money that make it bad. But the money itself is an inanimate object. It's neither good nor bad. It just is. And so as I'm listening to this, this thing, she started talking about in the context of money, if you decide you're going to be rich, whatever that means for you, then you have to be non-negotiable about that. Because if you have plan B, then you're not really committed. And I literally stumbled as I was walking as she was saying that, because I am the queen of plan B through Z. You're not going to catch me surprised, right? You're just not. I'm going to be ready. and yet. When you have those plans, are you really all in to the thing you say you want? And I had to stop because when I left corporate, I left um, such that I was able to fund this business. I've been in business. This will be going into my seventh year. And so there was a, I had a, a nest egg, you know, all these kind of things. And as I've told people, I'm like, you know, the nest egg, the nest is gone and one of the G's is missing at this point, right? It's, it's, it's a little crazy in my life. And October and November were pretty tough, like mentally, emotionally, all the things, right? We all go through and especially entrepreneurs go through. It was just a tough time. And so I'm listening to this woman say, you know what? It, you have to be non-negotiable about the thing you want, about the pursuit of the thing you want. Not how, but just the what. 
what is that thing? Because the how will show up. If you are open, there are opportunities that will show up that you never thought about because you're focused on the end goal, like that old movie, keep your eyes on the prize, right? So I'm I'm listening to this woman, I'm stumbling along going, wait, because <laughs> you know, you gotta have, just in case somebody messes up, you gotta have a plan B. And I would say in corporate, you absolutely need to plan B because see, you're dealing with a whole lot of other stuff there, not just you. And And as I kept walking, I thought, you know what? It's good to have a nest egg. Now I, I don't have kids. I don't have, you know, that kind of thing. So the nest egg is just for me. And, and I'm still, I am not independently wealthy. Like most of us are not. So I still have bills to pay mortgage, all that kind of stuff. I still want to eat, right? <laughs> Put gas in my car, all the things. But that nest egg sometimes gives so much comfort. It's more like a net, a safety net. And while we don't want to drop off the deep end of anything, right? We don't want to go just flying like these people that the picture that came to my mind is those, those really, um, what do they call them? X game people that like rock across the grand Canyon, all that on with just the, the pole walking on the, see, I don't need to do all that. So you, I'm not saying you need to go risk your life, but have you created a safety net that is so big and so vast and so close to where you're trying to go that you don't have enough of the aggressive energy, for lack of a better word, to really pursue that thing that you want. Because if it doesn't happen, you got something to fall back on. And if you're okay with saying, well, if it doesn't happen, I got something to fall back on, then is that thing you want really the thing you want? Is it really the ultimate desire of your heart? So I kept walking and thinking about this and thinking about all my people and and all my friends and all my family and you know the folks that I am serving in my business and and someone had asked me a couple of weeks ago, do you have your word for 2024? Do you know what your word is going to be? And I don't even remember when that started. There's a whole, you can Google it. I don't know when that started. Um, but I said, no, I don't, you know, it normally comes to me. It'll, it'll come to me. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to have a word. This was me. And I'm walking. The word is non-negotiable. I am going to be non-negotiable in 2024 about a lot of things. One of them being, I'm going to be non-negotiable about my peace. I'm not arguing with folks about hardly anything. Now, I know me. And there are going to be times when the argument's still going to happen. I know that. But I'm not going to lose my mind behind that IT person that keeps telling me to turn stuff off and on. What what am I doing? Why am I getting all upset about that? Cuz that it's it's irrelevant. I am going to be non-negotiable about my peace. I'm going to be non-negotiable about my roots, right? Faith, family, friends and health. I'm going to be non-negotiable about those. And one of the reasons I'm going to be non-negotiable about those is because I know for a fact when my world is upside down, so in October and November, when my world is upside down, one of those things or all four of those things are off kilter. There's a reason that my logo is a tree. And I don't think I've talked about this on the show. There's a reason my logo is a tree and, and it starts with the roots. And this actually came out of, out of my session, a session with my therapist years ago, very early with her. And it's about, we started talking about what was going on. And I was like, it's that, it's that root ball, the root system, right? That thing that grounds you. And if you think about how trees operate, right? There's, there's the seed, the seed first sprouts roots that ground it. It's gathering nutrients and energy and all the good stuff from the soil. And then it grows a trunk, right? That's all of the stuff. That's the vascular system. That's all the things that the tree is. That's the oak tree. That's the pine tree. That's the palm tree. That trunk is all of the things, carries all the things that the, the tree is. 
And then it flowers, right? There's branches and there may be flowers, there may be fruit, there may be a combination of both. There may be nuts, there may be whatever it is. And so those are the things that the tree then gives to the world, right? The leaves that, that are taking in carbon dioxide and putting out oxygen, right? Those are all of the ways that the tree shows up for the world. And then during seasons, all of that stuff falls off. The leaves fall off, the fruit falls off, the flowers fall off, sometimes branches fall off. If you're like my ash tree in my yard, you get ash borers and the whole tree falls down, right? It falls off and it falls to the ground and then it deteriorates and it's really sad and it's really ugly and it's really nasty. But as it deteriorates, as it has been pruned or plucked or just fallen off, the nutrients from that deterioration go back into the soil and feed the roots again, right? That's what I love about a tree. It's regenerative. It keeps coming back. If you feed it, it keeps coming back. And so for me, my root system that I have to feed all the time in order to come back as the leader I want to be, as the friend I want to be, right? As the sister, as the daughter that I want to be, as the friend I want to be, I have to continue to feed the roots. I got to put my mask on first and feed my root system in order to be who I have been called to be. So when I talk about those you know, two months that were just, I really, I was, it was ugly. And I realized, Laurel, you haven't been doing your exercise the way you're supposed to be doing it every day, you know, getting up and doing it every day. You haven't been eating as well. You haven't been doing your mobility. You haven't been doing your morning meditation the way you were always doing it. You haven't been doing all that stuff that, you know, sets your day off right and get your spirit right. Enables you to handle anything that comes. You have not been doing the things that you committed to yourself to do. And now you look at your roots and they're all withered and they're dried out and they are not functioning well to keep the whole body functioning in order to deliver what you want to deliver to the world. So when I heard this word non-negotiable, I said, I'm going to be non-negotiable about my peace because that just, that's just what it is. And I'm going to be non-negotiable about my root system, my faith, my family, my friends, and my health. And that's big health, right? Physical, emotional, financial, all of the, all the things in health. I'm going to be non-negotiable about those things. I'm going to show up in a way that says, I know the gifts that I've been given. I know the transformation that happens when people work with me. And so I'm going to go tell people, if you're ready, and if you're ready to be non-negotiable, let's talk, see if it's time for us to work together. Because the time is now, you just have to decide that you're ready to spend your time, energy, and money to do the things, to get prepared to do the things you want to do. But only you can decide that. What I know for me is that in order for me to lead the way that I feel I'm being led to lead and led to serve is that I have to show up and I have to show up hundred percent. And that even means those times when I'm really not hundred percent, but I can put my hundred percent face on and make it happen. Cause then once I'm starting to do it, the hundred percent comes. Cause sometimes you just need to make yourself get up and go. And once you go, it's better, but you have to be non-negotiable about the things you are and the things you want. If you're not willing to be non-negotiable, then is that really the thing? Is that really what you want? So my question to you, and I put this in a video I put out yesterday. My question to you is, what are you going to be non-negotiable about going into 2024? And even if you're not an entrepreneur, if you are in corporate, these women that I'm getting ready to work with starting in 2024, I'm so excited to work with them because this is where we're going to start, right? Why do you do what you do? 
What do you want to be doing? Let's talk about how you get there and what is going to be non-negotiable for you. What are those things that are absolute deal breakers? I am just not going to do that. I am not going to miss one more basketball game for my kid. I am not going to spend one more day where I'm the first person here and the last last one gone and people still don't appreciate it. I am not going to spend one more day arguing with my boss about something that I know is ridiculous. Because see, at the end of the day, it's his, it's, it's his world. Now, I'm not going to do something that's out of integrity, but I'm not going to keep arguing about it. If that's what you want, we've had the conversation. Fine. Let's make that happen. Whatever happens after that, because we had the conversation. That's what I loved about my time in corporate and love about me and who I am and who I encourage you to be. I'm all about, let's have the conversation. Let's get everything out on the table because my investment is not that the decision has to be mine. I don't care. The decision doesn't have to be mine. I don't have to have my name on a whole lot of stuff. In fact, I would rather it not be. I don't need to be upfront. That's not who I am. But we are going to have a conversation about what we're trying to do, why we're trying to do it, what the possibilities are, that plan B girl, right? What the possibilities are, what are the things that we need to plan for, all the things so that we can, one, be agile and flexible so as we get more information in, we can adjust if we need to. But I also had that conversation because most of the time I'm connecting dots that other people don't connect. It's just a gift that I have that I love, right? I'm connecting dots. I'm seeing 10, 12 steps ahead. I can see what's coming, even if they can't. So most of the time I'm having that conversation because I'm like, this don't make any sense, but okay. And I don't ever want to have to say, I told you so. And I never have. I've never had to say, I told you so, because I'm already ready. When it doesn't work because people are refusing to see the information that's in front of them, I'm already ready, already ready to respond. Because I have shown up and been non-negotiable about standing in the truth. I've been non-negotiable about calling things out and speaking truth to power. I am non-negotiable about saying, look, it's not about me. We can make whatever decision we want to make. Here are the things we can and can't do. And here are the things we should and shouldn't do. And those are two different things, right? Can and can't is not the same as should and shouldn't. And then we make the decision and we keep it moving. But what we're not going to do, what we're not going to do is, right? (laughs) What we are not going to do is pretend that we didn't know. Not in my presence. That's non-negotiable for me. You will not be able to encounter me about a topic that's a serious topic or a topic that has some risk to it and be able to say you didn't know. You will not have been able to encounter me and go out and touch another woman's hair, especially a black woman's hair, and say you didn't know that was a problem. There are just certain things about which I intend to be non-negotiable. And here's the deal. Whether that is your career or your business or whatever it is, it is important that you decide about what are you going to be non-negotiable in this moment. You need to know what you're willing to put your effort into and why. You need to know what is going to drive you to do the things you want to do, because whatever it is you want is not going to come easy. We have great skills. We have great aptitudes. And there are some things that are easier for us to do. But generally, that thing that you really, really want, you're really, really excited about, that thing that just gives you deep joy that you know is what you're supposed to be doing and with whom you're supposed to be doing it, usually that stuff doesn't come easy. So if you are non-negotiable about it, that means when it's hard, You will just figure out a way to rest 
work it out and come back and try again. But if you're relying on that safety net, if you're relying on the other possibilities, if you're relying on, yeah, this just may not work for me or whatever, or uh, my worst case scenario, are you really all in on the thing that you've invested in? It's really something that you need to think about because we have limited time. In fact, time is not renewable. It's the one resource that's not renewable, right? You can get more energy by resting. You can get more money by making more, but you can't get more time. You can't get more time. Time is what it is. This very minute that we're in now will never come back again. And if you are non-negotiable about being in that moment, in that minute for that thing, the likelihood of your being able to do that well and to overcome obstacles and challenges and blocks that come up during that time is much greater. And when you are leading people, they are looking to you. Leadership is about behavior, not about position. Leadership is about understanding that it is getting things done with, through, by, and for other people. It's not about you. And that's one of the things that was so hard for me in the corporate arena, being in there permanently, being in that W-2 situation. Organizations that were much more concerned about feeding egos than they were about treating people with dignity and respect. That just didn't work for me. And the challenge is, I tend to be a fighter. Now, I'm not one of those big, loud, brawling person, but I'm going to dig deep to do the right thing. I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to have the difficult conversation. I'm going to call people out. I'm going to do the thing that says, look, you criticize in private and praise in public, but we're going to have that critical conversation, even if it is in private. I'm not going to let you just mistreat me any kind of way in front of a bunch of people either. We're not going to do that. But at some point, the conflict is not worth it. At some point, the fight is not worth it. And when you get to that point where you're like, what am I doing? Why am I fighting about this? My peace is non-negotiable. I am channeling Keanu Reeves. Two plus two is five. You're exactly right. Have a good day. (laughs) Right? I'm not arguing about nothing. That doesn't mean I'm not fighting for peace and fighting for treating people right and fighting for doing the right thing. That's not what that means. What that means is those goals and ideas and desires that I have, that have been given to me, I am going to do everything in my power to sit in those and through those moments where it's hard. And I'm like, really? Did I even hear that message wrong? Am I really where I'm supposed to be? I'm going to pause. I'm going to really be still so I can hear. And then I'm going to keep moving. Even if that move is one baby step forward is forward. And sometimes the movement means, means you need to pause and be still and let something drive on by you. Cause see, that wasn't meant for you. Just let it go. Let go of that thing that you're holding on to so tight. So you make room for the thing that's waiting for you to be ready. Cause what you want is waiting for you to go get it. That promotion you want is waiting for you to go get it. That business you want, that car that you want, that house that you want, that relationship that you want, all those things that you desire are waiting for you to go get them. But you have to decide that you're willing to put in the work. You have to decide that 
leading people means that you demonstrate through your actions what you mean. Because people will listen to what you say, but they will believe what you do. And so how are you acting in a way that says it is absolutely possible? If you're in a corporate organization and y'all have goals, y'all set these big, hairy goals, these BHAGs, right? And you're walking around like, oh my, I can't believe we do. There is no way. Did you look at the market? There's no way this is happening. We are not. If that's what you're doing, you're already saying, you know what? It's not going to happen. You are putting out, you are sowing the seeds of failure. You are telling yourself, your team, the universe that you really don't want it because it's not going to happen. And it's going to all come back to you and say, okay, we got you. We won't worry about that. But if instead you're going to your team and saying, okay, (laughs) here's what they said. We've got some really strong headwinds. There's a lot of stuff coming down, but we've done some really great work and we've got a really strong foundation. So we are going to be deliberate and do everything we can to make it happen within the bounds and the guidelines, right? Of our processes with integrity, with all the things. We're not going to give up. We are going to do our best to make it happen. So so when it does, we can say we did it. And if on the off chance it doesn't, we can't say we didn't try. You can't look at yourself and say you didn't do everything. In this certification that I'm taking, one of the things she says is, you know, have you done everything? If things aren't working, have you done everything? Have you really done everything? And as I was looking at that, again, this October, November, I'm like, you know what? I cannot look myself in the mirror and say I've truly done everything because I very rarely talk about what I do and how you can work with me. I've gotten better lately, but I don't really talk about that a lot. Well, how are you supposed to build a business if nobody knows you're in business or what you do? That's just crazy, right? But the other thing I read when, I, when we were talking about, when I was looking at non-negotiable and the things we want and how leaders really need to show up is this quote that I saw that said, don't be mad at the results you didn't get for the work you didn't do. And every time I read that, it's like a dagger to the heart. Don't be mad at the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. That means work you didn't do in terms of weight or strength or that marathon you're trying to run, that certification you're trying to get, that degree you're trying to get, that trip you're trying to take, that house you're trying to build. Don't be mad at the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. And just because the results didn't happen overnight doesn't mean they're not coming. We are a world of instant gratification. If it's not right now, forget it. We don't want it. We don't have that kind of patience. Being non-negotiable means you also have to be non-negotiable at having patience. Things show up when they're supposed to and things show up when you're ready. You hear the messages you need to hear when you are capable of hearing them. I'm being non-negotiable about being open to the possibilities. I know what action I'm going to take. I know what I believe is going to be the outcome of that action. And I know that I don't see everything. And that there may be opportunities out there that I haven't even thought about, much less am prepared to consider. But instead of blocking those and saying, it's got to work this way, this is what it's going to do, this is what I'm going to put out, I'm saying, this is where I'm going, this is what I'm putting out. And if something else comes to modify that, I'll be ready for that too. Because see, the foundation is the same. The foundation is the same. Those five things you got to do, those are the same. Whether I'm talking to somebody in corporate who's trying to figure out what they want to do because they've reached that point where they're like, why am I doing this? Or whether it's that business leader who has now got a team and they're trying to make things happen and they're like, 
why did I start this business? I thought I thought I was creating freedom, but what I've built is a job. What am I doing? It's right. It's the same five things. So the foundation is the same. How it's delivered to whom it is delivered may modify, may. But if I'm not open to where I'm being sent and what is needed, then am I really in service? Or do I just think I'm in service? You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.